Did you know that this show is 100% listener-sponsored? If you would like to help sponsor the show and become a vital part in producing it, please consider joining Hero Hero or Patreon. What's the difference between those, you might ask yourself? Let me tell you. Patreon is your more classic experience. There's levels. You can join at a dollar, two dollars, all the way up to $35. You get different stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to join Hero Hero, everyone pays the same amount. Everyone gets the exact same thing. $8 a month locked in for life. So even if we raise it, you're not going to pay more than $8. And the difference between Hero Hero and Patreon is that with Patreon, you get merch. With Hero Hero, you don't, but you get all the stuff we offer you. Yes. Like what, Dennis? Well, you get our monthly vlog called The Lost Tapes, where we go around and visit different places and have different experiences together. You get ad-free episodes of The Check-In. You get Checking In With, our bonus podcast, where we interview different people. There's hours and hours and hours hours of content. You also get movie commentary once a month. And there's like 10 of them up there now. Yeah. My favorite thing, and I think the thing that you are getting the most value from is the live shows. Yo, We record this podcast live twice a month and we do it with a live chat. We sit and talk to our live chat for much longer than we probably should. <laughs> yes. It takes us two to three hours to record an episode. And you see how long these episodes are. They're not two to three hours. No. We have so much fun. It's a community. We all talk to each other. And it really is such a high value piece of this whole project. Yes. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash Dennis Callow, my name, our Patreon, or herohero.co slash Bethany Watson and Dennis Callow and join today and help support the show. That's patreon.com slash Dennis Callow or herohero.co slash Bethany Watson and Dennis Callow. Consider joining today, won't you? Links are in the show notes if that seems like a mouthful. Darkness falls upon the podcasting studio. A raven cries in the distance, portending doom. And out of the shadows walks a pale figure and an Italian? Ah, tisn't a ghost at all. Tis only the hosts of The The Check-In. This is The Check-In, a bonus podcast of an Acquired Taste podcast. My name is Dennis Callow. My name is Bethany Watson. And you know what? We live together, we work together, we play together, we eat together, we sleep together, and sometimes when you do all that stuff together, you have to check in, so bi-weekly, we do that. Yes, Dennis. Live and in person, and for you, right now. Just kidding. Um, Thank you to everyone who's joined us. You can join us live as we record this. Um, We have a chat going right now with our wonderful patrons. Go to patreon.com slash Dennis Callow, C-A-H-L-O. $5 and up gets you the link to join us live. And you also get the replay if you miss it. So shout out to all of our patrons. We would love to have you, gentle listener, join us on Patreon as well. Please. So, Dennis. Yes. I am in charge of the full episode this week. I mean, look, we've both been busy as hell. Sure. 
uh, because it's spooky season. We're a spooky couple. We've yep. got a live stream coming up on October 31st. Yes. The highest of holy days. Yes. And we, uh, well, Tilda and Tilda and Uncle Van characters that we have yes. will be streaming live. It is Aunt Tilda and Uncle Van's, uh, Hollow Stream special. Live Hollow Stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you've been, you know, doing stuff and getting things done. And so I said, you know what? This week I'm going to handle it. Mm-hmm. So. We uh, always start every episode, Dental Listener, with how'd we do this week? And Dennis, I want to specifically ask you how you think we did vis-a-vis uh-huh. our first house guests. Well, Bethany, I have to give us an A. How do you? Th- minus. A minus. <laughs> um, my younger sister and yeah. her husband yeah. came to visit yeah. and stayed for a couple nights. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. And I got to tell you. My anxiety was at a fever pitch. I knew it. Oh yeah. Well, my anxiety is always at a fever pitch. Yeah, but it was. I knew it was. I knew it was. It was. It was particularly on display. Yeah. But I was proud of you because you pushed through and you got through things like doing our workout. Yeah. You left them alone in the house, and I was like, they'll be fine. But I didn't even. I actually didn't have to tell you they'd be fine. Yeah. Which is something I would have had to have done. Yeah. Which is like be like, no, they're gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be okay. But you just like went on the walk. I could see the anxiety in your eyes. Full anxiety. But. You did the workout. We did it. It was great. So my sister and her husband are two of the most laid back people I've ever known. Hands down. Was sitting quietly watching the birds most of the time. Yeah. But I also like of everyone in my family, they are the most metropolitan (laughs) as well. And so I was like, are they going to like the house? Will they approve of the house? Like, do you know, are they going to like be talking crap about the house like behind our backs? And, you know, and again, I love my sister desperately. I love my brother-in-law desperately, but it's just my own anxiety. So I think we did. I would give us a B plus. Wow. Okay. So I say A minus. You say B plus. Yes. Okay. Well, the funniest thing is that, you know, I just want to touch on this before we get to the scores. Sure, yeah. What made me laugh is that the first thing in your mind was, I bet they're talking shit about us right now. Absolutely. I was like, what are you talking Absolutely. about? I, I just assume everyone is talking shit about me as soon as I leave <laughs> their presence. That's- it is this crippling. I don't know if anyone else goes through this. It is... It is so crippling to leave a conversation Mm. and just be like, well, here's all the things I think they're talking about. Yeah, I think that's anxiety. It's full anxiety. It's social anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or like I I, I wouldn't say I think some people would say, oh, it's narcissistic. But I don't think it's narcissistic. I think it's like I think it's like anxiety. Yeah. hundred percent. Full, full anxiety. So I have no idea. I'm going to ask my sister when we go home for Thanksgiving. How'd we do? Because I am generally curious, and she also has social anxiety, so I'm curious to see, you know, like, she can be honest with me and say, we're being super weird, or you were being normal. Well, I'll say this, uh, as laid back as they are, there was a sense of energy when they first came in, and I was shocked, because I think it's because it's us. Yeah. They were, like, very open. Yeah. And, like... Your sister for the first time was just like, hey, da, 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 boom, 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 rapid fire, like yeah. chasing Minerva. Yeah. And and she was mostly here to see our cat. Right. Truly. And your brother-in-law, who is amazing, yeah. who I get along with really well. Yeah. Uh, he was just like immediately joking. He wasn't. He's usually very quiet at first. Yeah. Uh, but I realized that that must be in like larger crowds. Yeah. He listens 
takes in a lot. Yeah. Says very little. But we were immediately joking. Yeah. And that yeah. was great. It was it was so nice to have them. It was really nice to f- like have people in the house because then you can figure out how the layout of the house moves. Have mm-hmm. we put furniture in the right place? You know what? Where does where do things get congested? Um, and I will I will say the reason I give us a B. Okay. Plus B plus. Yeah. Thanks for the plus. Is because <laughs> there was. You're welcome. My biggest source of anxiety was surrounding the coffee in the morning. <laughs> this was amazing. So we have two coffee makers. Yeah. We have uh, your workhorse coffee maker, which is like just costs $20. You program it at night. It gets ready in the morning. No, no fuss, no muss. And then you have like a very expensive artisanal takes four minutes, but feels like four hours. Drip, mocha drip, master. Drip. It's a mocha, a mocha master. Yeah. So which they own. Yes, they have one. Yeah. So I had said we were going to bed and you and I always wake up earlier. I had said to them, we will have coffee waiting for you and ready in the morning. And and then we go to bed, we wake up the next morning and you and I, you know, drink the coffee first. And so we were going to go work out. And my brother-in-law was like getting up and kind of ambling into the kitchen and there was no coffee for him. Mm-hmm. And you were like, he knows how to use a mocha master and this is better coffee and he likes coffee black. So like he right. can use the mocha master. And I was like, we promise the coffee now. So I started making coffee and I'm like writing all these notes about like, I'm worried about the food and will they have something to eat for breakfast? And like, I don't, I didn't know what to do. I was so nervous. And um, I think that was like the worst part of it for me was like, I didn't want them to feel like we had promised coffee and there was no coffee. Yeah. And when you have anxiety, that gets blown out of proportion. Absolutely. And becomes yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why I said B plus. Okay. So it was just the coffee. Purely only the coffee. Well, honestly, I thought we did great. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I thought the rest of the week was really good it's too lovely. with everything that has been going on with yeah. the visit, with all of the work that we've been up to, like everything in general. Yeah. Uh, I really think that we did. I thought we did great this week. Yeah. I really didn't have any issues or anything. It was great. no drama for me. No, no I felt drama. like we got through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I can't, but also the weeks are bleeding. Oh no. So. It's all just a blind blur of panic. Yeah. But it's yeah. good. We did great. Okay, great. Okay. High five. High five. Okay, Dennis, we are in spooky season. Mm. We know it. We love it. Yeah. I wanted to not do a game, but have more <laughs> of a discussion with you. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, and gentle listener, you can do this at home with your loved ones mm. uh, or with your coworkers as a team building exercise. Who would be the, quote, final girl in these horror movie scenarios? <laughs> okay. And I use the term final girl loosely, like final guy for you, you know, final. It's fine. Whatever. whatever. Final girl is the thing. Yeah. But final yeah. girl. So I'm going to give you options. Yeah. Because I have a bunch of different movie scenarios and we won't have time for all of them. So uh-huh. do you want to do? Yeah. I'm going to give you three options right here. Okay. Do you want to do the movie Misery? Okay. The movie Grave Encounters? Uh-huh. Or the movie The Shining to start? Uh, I am going to pick Grave Encounters because okay. that's your favorite. I love that movie. Yeah. All right. Grave Encounters. Spoilers for all of the movies that we talk about. Okay. Spoiler spoiler alert. So, Dennis, here's the premise. Okay. Of the two of us mm-hmm. living these scenarios separately. So, yeah. this scenario happens to you. Okay. This scenario also happens to me. Okay. 
Who do you think would survive it? And okay. here's the scenario from Grave Encounters. You're filming a ghost hunting TV show. Yeah. You get locked in an abandoned mental asylum. Uh-huh. You're being hunted by ghosts. Mm. And the asylum's floor plan keeps changing so you cannot find your way out. Yeah. Would you survive that, Dennis? Me personally. And yes. And if so, how? Uh, and do you think you'd survive it? You know, Bethany, Mother's Day is coming up. Oh, it's around the corner. And sometimes you just don't know what to get, dear old mom. You have known her your whole life, mm-hmm. and you got her everything you could think of. Everything possible. And now she's always like, I don't want any. You don't have to give me anything. And you know that's a lie. Because she'll hold it over your head that you didn't get her anything. Forever. Forever. We're going to save your life. Yeah, because you know what? I bet you have a bunch of photos of you and your mom, or your mom solo, or your mom doing things. Maybe she's taking a trip. Maybe she's t- taking the dog for a walk. Maybe she's cooking something. I don't know. That's pretty sexist, isn't it? What's wrong with you? I don't know. So take those pictures of your mom. And make something special out of them that you can give her and that she can have a fun time putting together. And that is a puzzle. PuzzleU.com lets you make personalized custom puzzles. You can make them in sizes that come anywhere from 48 pieces. So maybe for like a smaller kid, mm-hmm. all the way up to 2,000 pieces. And this is my favorite part. They have a thousand piece puzzles, which is their most popular size. Yes. You can get a 32 inch puzzle. You can get their new double extra large 45 inch puzzle or... This is my favorite. Yes. They have something called Smart Sorted. Mm. This is a cleverly pre-sorted puzzle. So let's say you and your whole family are getting together. You order one of these with your mom's picture on it. Then you get 40 boxes that each has 25 pieces of the puzzle in that box. That's so fun. You each put together your own section and then you come together Mm -hmm. and put together the larger puzzle. This is awesome for family gatherings. This is awesome for birthday parties, bridal showers. You have it at your wedding. Each table can get their own puzzle at your wedding and put it together and it's all pictures of you. That's actually a really good idea. No, it's a great idea. Yeah, and designing is quick and easy with PuzzleU's free design tool. You pick a puzzle size, you upload one to 65 photos, Then you choose from dozens of great templates. You customize the box too. And most puzzles arrive in about a week or less. Also, they do have express shipping. So if your mom's impatient, just, you know, do the express. Faster that way. Yes. Here's what's coming up. You have to deal with Mother's Day. Then you have Father's Day. Get these both handled now. Because you're going to remember Mother's Day, but you're absolutely going to forget Father's Day. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to look like a jerk because you forgot dad. Right. People are graduating soon. Graduation Mm -hmm. gifts are so hard. You know what? My nephew's birthday just came up. He loves puzzles. I gave him a bunch of my puzzles that were my photography. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of your photography, Dennis. Yes. If you don't have the perfect photo, Mm -hmm. PuzzleU.com has photos that you can use, including exclusive photos that Dennis has taken that are only available on PuzzleU.com. Go to artists and then Dennis Callow. So create your custom photo puzzle at PuzzleU.com today. Want to get 25% off? Use the code THECHECKIN25 during checkout at PuzzleU.com, valid through April 2024. Again, use the code THECHECKIN25, no spaces, two and five are the numbers, at checkout to get 25% off at PuzzleU.com. PuzzleU.com, the check-in 25 to get 25% off. Go do it. Get your mom a present, you monster. I don't. (laughs) Fuck. You know, um, (laughs) as much as I love making horror movies, I never want to be in one. Yeah. And this one seems especially awful. Yeah. Because your lights start to go out because batteries die. Right. Right. 
Would I survive it? I I like to think I'm a survivor, but only as an artist. I uh-huh. don't know if I would survive in a mental. I think I would. I think I would. I think I would have a panic heart attack. Yeah. I think you also would have a panic heart attack. Yeah. I know personally, I would not survive it. Mostly, really? no, 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 no. As soon as the geography yeah. starts to change, yeah. I get lost if the geography stays exactly the same. Right. If it suddenly I open a door and the outside isn't there, it's just another hallway all of a sudden, yeah. I'm never making it out alive. <laughs> I'm ending it right there. Right. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm not even going to try. Yeah, I don't even try. No, I'm not even going to nope. try. Don't even try. So, no. Yeah. I, no. So, you're done. No, I'm no, done. No, it wouldn't happen. I'm clocking out early. Clocking <laughs> As they say. Okay. Okay. What about this? The yeah. invitation. The invitation. Okay? okay. So, you're at a super awkward dinner party with your ex mm-hmm. and her new boyfriend. I mean, that makes sense. They're being bizarrely happy despite yeah. a recent traumatic death you've shared. Uh, that makes sense, too. And they are now showing you videos of their cult leader. Uh-huh. And suddenly they poison and stab like a bunch of your friends at dinner. Woof. Do you think you would survive this horror scenario? The invitation. Yes, I would survive. Do you? Yes. How and why? Because I would not be afraid to to fight for myself. Okay. Against normal, like regular people. Yes. So like entities? Yeah. Probably dead. Dead. Dead because you can't. What do you do? Entities are tough. Like I don't have any priest abilities. (laughs) <laughs> what you missed, gentle listener, if you're only listening, is Dennis just waved his hand <laughs> like he was flinging holy water up and down. I feel like priests in situation A yeah. could totally handle it. Sure. Any one of the cloth. Yeah. Some person of the cloth. Sure. Even if it's not like, you know, uh, what is a Christian? Yeah. Even if they're not Christian. Yeah, yeah. Someone of the cloth. You know, maybe if you're a Buddhist of the cloth. Yeah. I don't know. Because I think people who are highly religious mm-hmm. live in a world where unseen entities are very real. Right. So there's like a pre-existing being used to that sort of thing. Right. So you're less shocked when it happens. I think I could talk my way out of the invitation one. Really? Absolutely. So your ex who has gone full cult, right? crazy wide eyes. Now, if I could recall this movie. Yeah. There was a point where they were like, this has to be done, yes, right? Like for, yes. the, for the good of everything. Yes. I'd be like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would just start playing along. Oh. Right? Gain okay. the trust. Yeah. Meanwhile. That's smart. Meanwhile, like, like, hey, I'll let, 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 not help you, but like, let me, I'll, I'll get involved. Sure. Yeah. You know? I'll get my like, hands I'll get, dirty. I'll get my hands dirty. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're like, yeah, sure. Here's like, you do this or whatever. Here's I don't remember the rules of that movie. I think it's just that everyone has to be sacrificed. Right. Including right. themselves, I think. Yes, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, and absolutely, yeah. So no one can come out alive yeah. unless, like, or they failed. See, I think I'm a good bullshitter. I think I can get my way out of it with bullshittery. Okay, so you would maybe, what, like, offer to be the one to, like, make sure they got ushered into the next lifetime and then you promised you would do yourself at the end? I'm like... Yeah, something yeah. like that. Like, or or be or be like, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah. this is like, dude, was this something we should fucking do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Which Hands is terrifying down. because I would be there as your date, and I'd be like, <laughs> stop it, Dennis, stop it. What are you doing? Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. Be Knock cool. It Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> um, I also think I would nail that scenario. By the way, okay, because I think I once you see that. Everything is off the rails and like some people are dead. Yeah. 
I'm grabbing yeah. and I'm swinging. So wait, okay. So but what? But a, a clarification, if I could. Sure, please. And are we in these things together? No, these are happening. Oh, we're separate. separate. Oh man, see, but I think that like the chances of of me surviving would be more if you were there because we work better as a team. We do. I think in this scenario <laughs> we can be together because in the movie then we would he def- does bring a date. We would hands down survive. Yeah, we would definitely survive because hands together you're t- going to be sweet talking yes. the culties. Yes, and I'm going to be just like pumping people full of knife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're just like knife, 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 knife. knife. Yeah. Hey, Dennis, you go sweet talk the culties. I'm going to knife, knife, knife. So like together, yes. Separate, yes. Great. Okay, next one. We just high-fived for those of you who are just listening. The Blair Witch Project. You are in the woods I'm with dead. two other people. <laughs> You're being stalked by noises at night. Your friend has thrown the map in the river. <sighs> All right. Like, okay, so I saw the Blair Witch Project in 1999 or 2000. Whenever it came out, it came I out saw 99, it. came out in 1999, I think. I saw it at the Angelica. Okay. It, wow. Yeah. So like, because I, I was obsessed yeah. with, with understanding what this movie was. This I didn't know movie if it ruled. Yes. And at that time... You know, uh, gentle, if we've got some gentle zers out there, you actually like didn't know if this was real or not. This moment in history was huge. Cannot be overstated mm-hmm. because it was the. It will never be done again. No, too. it was the juxtaposition of a movie that was found footage at a time when that was not a thing, really, yes, that yes, had been done very yes, many times. Yes. Plus, the internet was new. And so people were not internet savvy. And the yes. filmmakers took advantage of that in a very smart way by mm-hmm. saying this was real and putting up missing posters of the actors at yep. Sundance and yep. all this fun stuff. And folks, because I'm older than some of you, uh, I was actually online. On I was on a physical line in a line. Internet.com. No, in a line. Sorry, you say, you, I say oh, on a line, you yeah, say in a in line. In a line. You're standing I was in line. In a, I was standing in a line to get into episode fucking one. And we were in a theater in New Jersey and they had these big walls that were like playing trailers. Yeah. You know, cool. it was really awesome. And I see this thing, this Blair Witch thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And at the time, the trailers had interviews with people. Oh, cool. You know? And so I was like, is this real? Yeah. So like I went, I'm sorry, I know this, we're going off topic, it's but fine. this is very important information is, because it's about me. Know your so, horror history. So, so. I we you know we saw episode one that of was Star Wars of Star episode, Wars yeah. everyone knows episode one I know but some, some people might not okay know, so. fine Epi- Star Wars episode one I, we saw it the real horror was that the real <laughs> horror <laughs> but you know so we go so I go back home my my girlfriend at the time had dial up those are the sound effects I stayed at her place. And so for like the weekend, her her parents were out and she had to go to work or whatever. Yeah. So I was just sitting there in the basement f- for hours researching this Blair Witch thing. Amazing. Hours. And I was like, is this fucking real? Is this real? Is this fucking real? And that was the conversation for so long. Yeah. Would I survive? Probably not. No, no, not no, a no. woods guy. No, not a woods guy. Also, again, aforementioned, I get lost anywhere. So if I'm in the woods trying to find my way out. And Tom Tom Dickhead has thrown away the map. Yeah. We're screwed. Well, plus, I also think that that is an un... You can't get out of that situation. No, because time is also different, as we learn later on. Right. People, if you look at the Blair Witch dossier, apparently, which I've not done, but apparently it's awesome. Yeah. People were actively in the woods looking for them while, while they, they were, were lost. lost. Yes. But they couldn't find each other because different realities. Yes. The veil. They slipped through it somehow. Look, I'm dead. You're dead. I'm dead. It's done. Okay. 
Are you having fun? This is great. We're I love this. Yeah. Okay. Misery. You've crashed your car during a snowstorm. Yeah. You've been saved by a psychotic super fan, drugged mm-hmm. and kept hostage. Okay. I want to know from the chat which one of you is the super fan. Shout out to Rebecca who just watched Misery <laughs> last night. All right, I'm going to say it's Rebecca. So I get so Rebecca <laughs> So Rebecca is the one that I that I yeah. get that Rebecca I get re- saves you. She saves me. So I was thinking about James Conn's mm-hmm. character in that situation. Yeah, he plays the author who is yeah. held captive after an accident. Yes, yes, I would survive because he did everything I would do. Yeah, I would gain her trust. Yes, again, talk her. again. If it's a talking situation, yeah, I can talk to a psychopath. You definitely you talk to one every day, baby. What's up? <laughs> You just gave me crazy <laughs> eyes. What no one saw were the eyes that just went into me like daggers. It was so scary. <laughs> Saeed in the chat says the real horror was Jar Jar Binks. Absolutely wouldn't survive that. Also, Katie in the chat is calling dibs on being the super fan. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, Katie. That's so, you. Okay. So um, it's, okay. So it's, yeah. Kate, it's Katie and Rebecca. They're in cahoots. So... In a person in a person to person situation, yeah, absolutely, I'm You're getting great. out of that. You're good to go. Oh my god, come yeah. on, you know me. I can turn. You've seen me. You've seen me turn on the charm to strangers. Yes, and you're like you're some kind of Svengooly. G H O U L I E. Um, I also think I would get out of it, and I think I'd get out of it before being hobbled. And uh, you here's would, why. You would definitely get out of this. Why do you think I'd get out of this? Because you're charming and psychotic. Thank you. Yeah. I think I'd get out of this because the second that she leaves the house, yes. I'm not sitting and thinking about whether I'm going to try to get out. I'm just getting out. Like yeah. I'm breaking a window. I have a window. I'm breaking it with the giant typewriter and I'm crawling out and starting to scream. She has yeah. neighbors. Yeah. They can hear me scream, 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 scream until someone comes. There was no one for miles. She was literally in the middle of nowhere. Do we remember know that? Yeah, remember the helicopter shot? It was just one house. There was no neighbors. Oh, so I would die. I'd be dead. Yeah, no, I'd be dead. I'd die. <laughs> no, I think you would talk your way out of it. Oof. I think you would. I would have to. Yeah, I'd have to. Okay. I, I may have to agree to marry the person who's holding me hostage. It's a thing I may have to do. There we go. Let's do one more. Halloween. You're babysitting, and a masked man is wandering through your town, quietly murdering people with a butcher knife. The OG Halloween. Yeah. Comes after me, because I'm babysitting. Yeah, you're babysitting. You're babysitting a kid with bangs, and... (laughs) and Was that a very important part of the plot? Super important. Okay. And this, you know, your friend gets murdered, so actually you have two children now under your care, Okay. and Michael Myers is... You don't know yet he's your brother. They haven't decided that in the writer's room yet. That's going to come later. He's walking around with a butcher knife, and he's trained his evil eye on you. Question. Uh-huh. These kids. <laughs> are they, just, are they uh, disposable? No, no, just quick. Are they like, are they ni- kids? nice kids or like dicks? They're nice kids. They're nice kids. They're like, not the brightest bulbs, but they're, but they're. But I like them. But they're, you like them. They're sweet, and they still are of the age that they think you're cool. Okay. They haven't become salty assholes yet. Because look, I'm not anti-children, no. right? But if these kids were dicks, they're human shields. Right. If they're mean, if they <laughs> I'm recently- I'm throwing them at this guy and running. <laughs> absolutely. If they said something to me like no, my coworker's kid said to me once, which is, why do you have all those dots on your face? It was acne. I had cystic acne and mm. that kid made me cry. That mm. kid's going to be pushed in front of Michael Myers right. too sweet. No, I wouldn't. I, I, I Honestly, I t- I, anyone who's listening, that was a joke. I would never do that. But in this situation- I think if I, all right, I, so I was thinking about this the other day. 
when we were in here, I was like, if someone came in here into this house that yeah. we live in now, uh-huh. would we be able to like cleverly get out? And I'm like, yeah, yeah totally. We, we totally can. Yeah. If I knew this house. Yeah. If I knew the ins and outs of it. Yeah. And I was like, I've babysat here before. As nervous and high strung of a person as I am, I'm quick on my feet in situations. You've seen it when I've directed movies. Sure. You've seen it when I'm in high stress situations. I actually am able to keep it together and I, be like, yeah, let's sure. go. Okay. You know, Let's, no, you have you come on. Uh, yeah, Don't I know. Sell me short. No, no, no. I, I've seen you do it in. <laughs> we've never Christ. been in that big of an emergency outside of like on a set. So like we've never been in danger. OK, but we've gotten used to thinking we're in danger. Right. Because we hear noises. Who was the one to go up into the attic? You were right. I face danger head on when it's in front of me. Definitely. And this last time we thought we heard someone outside, we were both calmly got up and grabbed weapons. I was very proud of us. Oh, that was amazing. So if I could just tell this story. Sure. We were sitting and watching a movie. Yeah. We heard something. Yeah. We heard like a, like a, it was like a noise. It was something. Yeah. And we both looked at each other, got up. I said, I got the machete. You got the knife. And we were like, come come, come on. Here we go. Come on, fucker. Yeah. It turns out it was a delivery person and we killed them. But <laughs> we were calm when we did it. Um, No, we. Okay. We didn't I do that. think I would survive this. Yes. I also think I would survive this. I hate to keep giving the same answer, but I think we have a similar set of skills. Yes. Because like Liam Neeson and right. Taken. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't have any patience for people who get away from something and run. Mm-hmm. If if Michael Myers is in some way mildly incapacitated, I'm not running away. I'm swinging. Yes. I'm swinging and stabbing and punching and kicking. Now, again, we're doing this live. So there's a couple things in the chat. But Rebecca did say in fight or flight, I am freeze. I don't freeze in fight or flight. I fight. I don't know yet what I do. We run, but we are fighters because we literally got up and got weapons. Yes, but there have also been times where I've heard something, not in this house, but just in life. I heard something in the house. Oh, you mean in the cabin? No. When you chose sleep? No. Well, I just because, you know, I was tired. Okay, last one. Go back to episode one, folks. That's one of the first things we cover in this goddamn relationship is Bethany sacrificing my life. The Shining. You're alone with your family in a massive winterized hotel and your dad has gone insane, is hunting you, and the hotel is helping him. Yeah. I don't think, live? I don't think I could take my dad down. He's an 80, what, 80-year-old man? But he's gone crazy and he has the strength of insanity. No, I said I don't think I could take him down. Because okay. he's he is of Italian stock. Oh, he's oh, no, I'm dead. I'm dead in that yeah. situation. Yeah. Like I remember one time, like I thought I could take my dad. And why? Why? When? And why were you? Every, thinking every this? boy does this really? with their dad. Yeah. Every guy. Every boy does this with their dad. That's weird. You're like, come on, I can fucking take you. And so, so the dad's like, come on, try it, try it. What an odd rite of passage. It just happens. It's okay. what guys do. Sure. Guys do this. Yeah. It's not like weird or toxic. It's just like a thing that we do. Like, so strange. Well, it's like guys, we do this. So anyway, so I'm like, yeah, come on, fucking. And, and, and he took me down How? in like a shot. The guy, it's, it's just, he's that stock. Yeah, he's that he's like, like small, fucking, but mighty. Yeah, he's like. He's just like, goof. I was like, whoa, what the fuck, dude? He's little. He's like, what, five, six? Five, six. But like built of of logs. Yeah, he's built of logs. Yeah, and he was like in the army. You know what I mean? Like these are the, like those those men are men. They're yeah. fucking men. They're not me. Like I, I stream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I'm not a man. <laughs> I'm not a fucking man. I'd sit here and talk in a microphone. So yeah, now, no. If my dad's possessed. Oh hello, it's your friend Bethany here. I want to tell you about something very cool that I have just launched. 
It is a clothing rental website called Bewitch Your Wardrobe. You've probably heard of other clothing rental websites before. The dumb ones that can be so expensive, over $100, and you do not get to choose your clothes, and you do not get to choose how many times you swap out your rentals. With BewitchYourWardrobe.com, it is $50 a month, and you get unlimited clothing swaps all month. And that does not change. I, in the past, have changed out eight times <laughs> over the month. So go to bewitchyourwardrobe.com and check it out for yourself. Free shipping, free returns. We clean these suckers beautifully. And the items that you pick are the items they send to you. And if you fall in love with an item you rent, you get to buy it at a deep discount. So bewitchyourwardrobe.com. It's my new rental service. I'm so excited about it. And transform your style again and again. I'm dead. I'm absolutely getting out of The Shining. No question. Your dad? Yes. Here's no, why. Here's that's why. Norwegian man. He's very strong, <laughs> but... I would never let it get to the point where we were in the labyrinth outside okay. because then I'm dead. Like yeah. that, that's not a thing. But I think that I would be able to, because my dad loves his daughters okay. so much. Yeah. I'd be able to like get in touch with him and be like, dad, I know you're in there. Faja is what I call him. And it makes him giggle. <laughs> Faja. And there'd be like a moment where I'd be like, dad, fight, fight, fight it, dad, fight it. And then even if he didn't, I'd, I'd find the handcuffs that you know were in that weird sex party that they were having at the hotel. So yeah. there's there's handcuffs there's somewhere. I'm there. handcuffing yeah. my dad okay. yeah. and I'm running away. Yeah. I'm breaking my own rule. I'm not going to kill my but I'm running away and and you know my dad is he's tall but he doesn't go running, you know. So it's like I think I'd beat him. Is I'm going to ask my dad. Is he getting out of that? Yeah, I'm going to send people back to help him. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not leaving my dad behind. I'm just sort of leaving him behind a little bit. I want to end this okay. with some legitimate relationship advice. Oh, okay. Shit. And so there's there's this um, article I found on Bustle. Okay. Written in 2018 by Christina Felizar. Is this spooky or this is just relationship advice? Seven creepy questions right. to ask if you want to discover someone's dark side, according to experts. Now... I am not necessarily going to make you answer these questions. Okay. But I do, unless you want to and you can, I more want to know if you think these are good questions to ask a partner. All right. So the first thing they recommend. Yeah. This is like when you first meet a person. Well, they say at some point when you're just getting to know someone, you may want to get to know their darker side too so you know like not to get involved with them if there's some problems. I wish I had known this before I met you. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it's dangerous for us to do this now because we're four years in. Yeah. Nearly five years in, Dennis. This January will be our fifth. Five years? Is that it? Is that right? Holy shit. I'm looking at you like I'm doing math. I've done I'm nothing in my brain is happening. <laughs> I just looked at you. When do we make Lonely Hearts? 2017? No. No. 2018. 2018. or 19. We made it in 2018. It came out in 2019. It like we, it was on the festival circuit in 2019. It'll be five years. Holy shit! So I think it's too late for us to ask these questions. Do I have to get you like some stupid ring with a stone in it for five years? Hey Siri. Quality folks, this is what you're paying for. I don't know. Patrons, he, this is what you're paying for. He didn't answer. Hold on a second. <laughs> what? What is? Yeah. What is mm. five year? 
anniversary gift. You know, she shut Siri off like a while ago. She just uh, keeps forgetting it. Uh, wood. Great. I'll make you a fire. Great. I'll burn the house down. Perfect. F- wood. I'll, I'll get you a special Duraflame. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, honey. You're Ding. welcome. Ding. So here's some of the questions you're supposed to ask. Yeah. Do you think this is a good question? Yeah. What is the smallest thing you got angry about? This Like ever? That's the question. That's one of them. Do you think that that is a safe question to ask someone at this point five years in? Or yeah, would you I, rather not? You already know. know. You already know I get mad at the smallest things. I, this, literally, the smallest thing is what makes you the angriest all the yeah, time. Yeah, the big things don't. No, it's the smallest it's tiny things. things. Fuck my fucking Do you remember the smallest thing ever that got you upset? No. Because it's everything that's small. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's interesting. So they Wait, say. What does that mean? Does that I, mean don't, I literally don't, was not expecting that answer. Okay. Here's what they say. All the small things. All the small things. Copyright strike. When you ask someone this question, professional witch, <laughs> professional witch Siobhan Johnson says to Bustle, don't pay attention to the reason for why they got angry. Okay. Pay attention to how they behave when they're angry. Yeah. So you should look out for things like losing it at innocent people, violence, pettiness, etc. Everyone's entitled to their feelings, but if someone behaves in extreme ways over seemingly small things, something to watch out for. So here's the thing about you. You get super angry at very small things, but you never get angry. Like you never get like punchy about it. No, I'm not. I'm not a physically violent person. No, the only way I would be physically violent is if I was threatened in some way. Right. Like if your computer, if like Adobe Audition shut down and then wiggled its thumb on its nose at you. And I, I am also not verbally abusive. No. I am not like fucking, you know, whatever. You dumb. Like, yeah. You dumb. Yeah, I don't see, I'm I'm verbally abusive to my equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's good. That's I good. call my equipment dumb fuck stupid piece of shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but you've never said that to me and that makes me happy. No, oh my God, I would never say that to you. And I would never, like, I don't I don't yell at Minerva. Never. Like, I don't say, like, perfect. you could tell, I think you could tell that, that is when, like, when people are yelling at their pets. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, you are uh, a murderer. R- and take the pet away. Run, end yes. the relationship and take their pet. Yes. I don't remember the smallest thing I ever got angry about. You don't get mad. No, I push it down. Yeah. And then it blows up later. Yeah, so, later. like, I am, like, in five years, for five years we've been for five years we've been together. Yeah. I'm nervous that you've been pushing stuff down for five years. I mean, I've been choosing my battles. Oh God, I'm dead. No, you're not. I bring things up when it becomes a problem. You do. All right, number two. Yeah. What made you cut off a friendship? Mm. Now they say the response to this question can reveal how people are when they believe they're the hero or victim of a particular narrative. They say to watch for people taking offense over small matters, taking revenge, being unaware of their own part in the story, or twisting things to make them seem like a constant victim. They say if bad things keep happening to someone, chances are the problem is them. Okay, so... So what made you cut off a friendship? Is that a safe question to ask you? I'm trying to... Well, hmm. Most of my friendships have has have lasted a long time. Yeah. Uh, I did cut off a friendship because the person was exhibiting signs of like abuse, of being abusive, being an abusive friend. Okay. That's a good reason to yeah, end it. Yeah. Most of my friends, believe it or not, people, a lot of people just stopped talking to me. Oh. 
a lot of friends just friends quote unquote just stopped talking to me why no idea and they've always come back and been like i'm sorry i was so wrong i was just i was going through something i'm like okay oh, so it's I've not never... like it's not like okay so they so they come back yeah huh I mean, if you want to talk about ex-girlfriends like no, that's that a whole count. other situation that's different. but friends like i've had friends for the friends that i've kept yeah they've been around forever yeah yeah you have a friend you have long friends because they're few and far between i don't have many like friend friends like yeah. i don't have a lot of like friends yeah. but i have a lot of like I have I have I have very few specific people that I've talked to for Best 30 years. friends. Yeah. I've started doing this thing when we're watching movies where if two characters start walking together, I'll just go best friends. What does this have to do with it anything? Makes you giggle every time. What about you? So Or is this aimed solely at no, me? No, I'll answer this question. Please. I've cut off friendships because the person got really clingy. That that, that turns me off too. As Turns soon me as, off as soon as someone's clingy, I'm like, I gotta go. Or if someone wants to monopolize go. my time, I gotta go. Gotta go. Yep. Or if someone it has, I ended a friendship because the person had, you know, those people who you can tell are not being themselves. They're forcing themselves to be happy. Hundred percent. That was a level of enthusiasm she demanded at all times from me. Oof. Because she was always fake happy, and yeah. so she would be like, "What's wrong?" When, sorry, I'm spitting because I'm Jesus a theater Christ. person. Like you just like have whole... you ever watched a play close up? They're spitting at each other all over the place. Oh my god! Because I have diction. I'm like wet. Um, she'd be like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." Yeah, I can't like be happy as happy as you want me to be all the time. So I had to end that friendship. No, absolutely, and yeah. and that 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 I would I, I I mean, do I know people? I mean, yes, I've known people like that, but I don't know how many people I've been close to like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it. I, I've only ended like a a few friendships, but guys are also very different. Guys are different. Guys are different. We we forgive very easily. We're just like oh, I don't give a shit. Like whatever. Okay, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do all of these. Yeah. But some of them are funny. They say someone who has a dark side is going to light up and sparkle at the invitation to disclose their dark side. No, no. Someone with a more mild dark side may have trouble coming up with a good story. And we'll probably talk about like stealing gum. But if someone's like the worst thing I've ever done, watch a man bleed. You know, like then no, you mean, want to like walk away. Hands down. The worst thing I've ever done was cheated on someone. Yeah. Like that was that was the worst. Th- and, and, and I learned my lesson yeah. like that. That's hands down. Just the shittiest thing you can do to somebody. Yeah. You know, so the worst thing I've ever done was stolen money. And like I like again, we've talked about the cheating thing and it's like, you know, people are just human. But if you don't learn from it, then you're yeah. a fucking psychopath. Yeah. You know, you really need to get help. What do you and your family fight about most? Oh, my God. This uh, this witch <sighs> says most of our issues begin at home. So you make it information on someone's opinions about important things like boundaries and what's appropriate or not. If someone tells stories of crossing boundaries or making people feel uncomfortable with pride, they're likely hiding some pretty dark qualities. My sister and I don't fight. No, because we you, rarely fight because you two are like a united front. Yeah. Not against um, my parents. No, not against your parents, but just like in ju- like every family has like a yeah. family culture and you and your sister are like, we are just together. Yeah, like, we're just, that's and, your family yeah. culture. And we don't see each other enough to like, yeah. get, like, fi- like we're, we're, my sister and I are close, but we're not like, we don't talk every day. Yeah. Even you your know? family don't really fight. No, I fight with my mom. Oh. And like, I used to fight with my dad a lot about okay. money and, you know, my direction in life yeah. and like what I was going to do and yeah. all that stuff. And because he was, a, he was a finance person and I was yeah. a creative. Sure. My mom understood that. So, like, I always, my mom always sort of sided with me. Yeah. 
Uh, but now I fight, I fight more with my mom because my mom loves to stay on the phone for like two or three hours. Yeah, your mom loves to talk she to her children. She loves to talk to her yeah. children. And, and I just don't, I, I, you know, I'm at the point in my life where it's like, there's something to do every day. So yeah. like, that's what we, I think, argue about the most. But it's not really arguing. It's like, I don't it's know. just like frustration. This is a frustration. My yeah. family and I don't fight. We push it down. We push it down. Wonderful. What do you think about getting revenge? I mean, I think that that's a pretty direct question. If someone is define uh, revenge, I mean, like I. All right. I, okay. So so okay. Here's so, what this says. It says if the person thinks that seeking vengeance is necessary for them to heal and move on, no, they have a darker side. That's insane. No, that's fucking crazy. Honestly, I think that's why I'm not successful. Why? Because you don't have a. I mean, I, think, I mean, I think I'm successful. Yeah. But I, I think that because I'm not like a psychopath that I'm not more successful. Yeah, I think you have to be willing to step on people. Yes. I think yeah. you have to be willing to to take revenge, to to backstab. And, yes. to do, and I can't do that. Yep. So, no, I, that is like, no. I I fantasize sometimes about getting revenge in like public ways, not in like not, not in like, you know, hurting a person physically, but in like being lauded publicly I have, with the other person yes. in the room and being like, I look amazing right now. I got a blowout. Yes. I have, I have petty fantasies. Yeah. yeah. But not, not like revenge. Like I need their bloodshed. Right. And you don't demand it in order to emotionally move on. Vendetta. Vendetta. No, I will move on no matter what. There's one more question they have. Okay. Let's do it. What's the one thing you regret the most in your past relationships? And I think that you probably have already answered that. How? But Cheating. Well, no, that's not that's not what else. I mean, there are other things too. Okay, here's what they say. I didn't cheat on everyone I've been with. No, I think I that I I think that um, you the reason why this works between you and me mm-hmm. is because I was always honest with you. Yeah, from the very beginning, I said what I wanted. Yep, I didn't like put on airs to impress you. I didn't change myself. Yeah, to make you like me more. Right. Those were my mistakes in the past. Oh, that's really I interesting. I was going for people and changing myself in order to get them. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, I'll say I'm interested in polyamory. Yeah. That was dangerous because yeah. it actually fucked with this person who wanted to be in a, a genuine polyamory and yeah. thought she was be- getting involved with someone who was. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was just trying to get her interested in me. So I was like, sure, I'm interested in sure, it. Sure, I'll let you have sex with other men right. in this relationship. Because I also did think too. I mean, like I thought too, maybe it would work for me. Yeah. And then, and then it didn't. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, those things are definitely regrettable for me you know so here's what they say about that when the person is answering the question pay close attention to what they don't say amica graber an expert with background check site truthfinder.com says if someone says they have zero regrets or can't think of anything at all it shows they haven't learned anything or may have narcissistic tendencies she said it's normal and healthy to have regrets about our past relationships it's how we learn and grow those with strong narcissistic traits rarely feel regret or remorse over their actions. Well, I'm very proud of myself because I asked my therapist if I was a narcissist and he said no. Well, that's good. He said flat out no. He said and then he said stop being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is good. I think that these are good questions to ask. I think they're great questions to ask. Yeah. All right. And I'm glad that your darker side has proven to be fairly light. Yeah, it's on the lighter. It's more gray. One might say it's shades of gray. 50. No, God, I burn. I, that's the only book I've ever actually thrown away. 
Bethany, that was great. Thank you. Happy um, week off from planning a show. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It was actually kind of a relief not to have to like plan yeah. it. I told you I'd do it and I did it, baby. It's it's wonderful. Thank you, gentle listener, for listening to this week's episode of The Check-In. Make sure to listen to our main show, An Acquired Taste Podcast, which comes out every Thursday. And in the meantime, uh, check us out on Patreon, like we said earlier. Patreon.com slash Dennis Callow, C-A-H-L-O. We also stream on Twitch as a couple on Thursday nights from 5 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. EST. That's Eastern Standard Time for all you savvy folk. Twitch is very easy. It's just a website you go to. Yeah. Uh, And if you want to interact with us uh, or talk to us via chat, via live chat, you just sign up. It's a free account. It's super easy. It's awesome. It's fun. It's twitch.tv slash Dennis Callow. Yes. Um, thank you to Audio Boom. We are so happy that you're our parent. Oh, yeah. And uh, Dennis, where can people find you on social media? You could find me at uh, at Dennis Callow on everything. And also, you can find me on YouTube if you're into horror and you want to hear some deep dive videos about horror movies. Please go there. It's YouTube.com slash D Callow. We're also planning on doing live streams there in the future. Absolutely. Public live streams for everybody. So, yeah, just join, uh, subscribe. That's free if you got a Google account. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, Ms. Bethany Watson, and on Twitter, Radio Bethany. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, you should always take time to, to check, check in. in with the gold. Whoa.